The Buffalo History Museum podcast is made possible by the National Endowment for the Humanities. The podcast is just one in a series of new digital offerings coming soon from the museum. To find out more, check out our social media channels or visit our website at www.buffalohistory.org. Yesterday morning, to get some inspiration for this week's history short, I took a short drive through Buffalo's Forest Lawn Cemetery. It was a beautiful day and the cemetery was packed with people getting their exercise, taking strolls with their families, and paying respects to the thousands buried there. As you enter the cemetery's Delaware Avenue entrance just before the roadway diverges, among the first monuments you see is one of the Seneca Orator, Segoya Watha, better known as Red Jacket. You can't miss it, it's perhaps 20 feet tall. Just before the monument lie the remains of eight more Seneca, including those of Young King and Little Billy, peers of Red Jacket. One more headstone furthest to the left marks the final resting place of another Seneca leader, the subject of today's podcast, Ely Parker. Born in 1828, Ely Samuel Parker was an engineer, legal scholar, Seneca leader, and army officer. As Grand Sachem of the Haudenosaunee people, Parker fought to protect native land rights. As General Grant's aide-de-camp, he penned the document which helped end the Civil War. Despite being highly educated in both engineering and law, Parker faced discrimination throughout his life based on his indigenous heritage. He was banned from practicing law and was initially denied from serving in the military. While working as an engineer, Parker befriended an ex-army captain, Ulysses S. Grant, who was working as a store clerk in Illinois. With the outbreak of the Civil War, Grant rejoined the army and ultimately became commander of the Union forces. Recognizing Parker's intellect and ability, Grant commissioned him as a captain in 1863 serving under Brigadier General John Eugene Smith. During the Overland Campaign and Siege of Petersburg in 1864, Parker was appointed adjutant to General Grant. On April 9, 1865, as the war neared its end, Parker helped draft Confederate General Robert E. Lee's Terms of Surrender in the village of Appomattox Courthouse, Virginia. According to Parker, as representatives from the Union and Confederacy gathered in Wilmer McLean's parlor to negotiate Lee's surrender, the Confederate general stared at him a moment, extended his hand, and said, I'm glad to see one real American here. To which Parker replied, we are all Americans. In March of 1869, the newly inaugurated President Grant appointed Parker as Commissioner of Indian Affairs. Parker was the first Native American to hold the office, serving until 1871. In his time as commissioner, Parker helped form Grant's peace policy toward Native Americans and reduce military aggression toward Native nations. 
Parker was hit hard during the bank panic of 1873 and lost much of the money he had saved and invested. He spent his remaining years in Fairfield, Connecticut, struggling financially before passing away in 1895. After initially being buried in Algonquin territory, his widow, Minnie Sackett, requested that her late husband be reinterred in his current resting place at Forest Lawn. It seems fitting to me that Parker, Red Jacket, and the other Haudenosaunee inhabit that first forest lawn plot. Because whether we look at it in terms of our nation's history, world history, or just that of our family, we must remember that other council fires were here before ours. That saying, translated into English and Seneca, are carved above the entrance to the History Museum's state courtroom, reminding us to honor all those who came before. The Buffalo History Museum receives operating support from Erie County, the City of Buffalo, New York State Council on the Arts, with the support of Governor Andrew M. Cuomo, and the New York State Legislature. Additional support is also provided by M&T Bank, and from the generous support of our donors, members, and friends. We thank you all so much for listening and encourage you to help us grow by subscribing, reviewing us, and telling your friends and family. We'll see you all in two weeks with another great story. So until then, take care.